0: On this week's Third and Forever, Kevin and I discussed the latest NFL news leading into training camp. There's been a couple contract extensions, a couple injuries. We'll talk about our teams a little bit, but then we're going to get right into the premiere of Hard Knocks this season with the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, we're so close.
1: We're so close. We're almost I'm so there. excited.
0: We are almost there. Um, we are on the eve of preseason for everyone. By by the time next our next episode comes out, we will have one week plus the second game for the Steelers and Cowboys, which we'll get to that when we talk about hard knocks, uh, of preseason done. And but, but there's the only drought, three games.
1: The drought is ended. You know, yeah, there's the dr- no more the droughts drought. done. Like
0: I mean, we are there will be a
1: football game every weekend through February. Yeah, like, I mean, not the whole February. Yeah, but...
0: between between college, NFL, and probably I don't know all, all football leagues, there will be a football game. Yes, praise February be unto the football guys. Beginning of February, we have made it. Yep. And so before, like I said in the in the intro, there's a couple things that happened in the last couple since the last episode, as par for the course. Um, let's first talk about a big contract, big payday, uh, a
1: well-deserved yeah. big payday. Yeah. And
0: so I, I am well documented on this, on this podcast about and my thoughts Twitter. and on Twitter about my thoughts on Josh Allen. Going into last season. Now see, I don't I'm not having this outlandish take saying he's washed or he's not good when he actually he's 40, is he's good. Like 24 when it's, he's, it's, washed. it's a shot it's a shot at you saying that's a to Tom Brady and eating it. <laughs> it's not so, the same thing. No, what I'm what I'm saying is from what I saw in the first two seasons of Josh Allen was he needed to make a jump. He needed to improve, he needed to elevate to be considered franchise quarterback you know, and boy, did he, he absolutely, uh, you know, he did what he needed to do. He went from his first, I'm just going to read you his stats right here. First year he played in 12 games, started 11, went five and six. They went five and six when he was their starter. He had a 52.8 completion percentage for 2074 yards, 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions for a 67.9 QB rating. He ran for 631 yards and eight touchdowns. So there was some excitement with that. And He did have eight fumbles. He only lost two of them. He was sacked twenty-eight times. Um, you know, it, it's a typical rookie start, especially in a guy where he, when he came out from Wyoming, he had a big ceiling. You know, your the team that you're that you drafted or your team drafted Jordan Love. A lot of people were comparing that to he could be like a Josh Allen type of prospect, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, big arm, not as polished accuracy wise. So question marks, lesser competition played against in college, but, well,
1: and I think you can see it with the accuracy in general. If you, you know, you're going to go through yep. the first couple seasons here, you're going to see that number climb steeply yeah. at the very end here. That kind of, that's what puts Josh Allen in the anomalous category of guys who have made a jump in
0: overall accuracy. That's very rare. Right. Uh, his second year, uh, he was a full-time starter, started all 16 games, they went ten and six. If you remember, this was when they got to the playoffs against the the Texans. This was a great playoff and it was, game. Where it he was, was just throwing the ball at people. He literally had a moment where he was being tackled. <laughs> he just said "fuck it" and threw the ball. Yep. Uh, ended up working working out for them, I think, because it ended up going out of bounds and not costing them that. Um, yeah, he was like a one man kick return lateral miracle, like play all yeah. by
1: himself. He was the only guy in the field that got the memo with that.
0: And so he ended up going the full season. Uh, he completed 58.8% of his passes, so improved by 6%, which, you know, it's improvement. It's still anything under 60, oof. Really anything under 65 is kind of rough. You see the elite accurate quarterbacks are up around or closer to 70%. They're in the 65-70 range. Um, so, yeah, but maybe you can work. fix
1: that by giving him
0: top-tier wide receiver talent. Correct. but So then he ended up throwing for 3,089 yards, uh, 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So that's that's good to be in. You know, he's doubling up. So you, you're seeing the numbers that you want go up. The ones you want to go down are going down. Um, he still ran for 510 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, uh, you know, putting himself, he did fumble 14 times. He lost four of them, but you know, you're seeing the improvement. So then this is this is where I said because you have Bills fans starting the off season talking about because that's when the Stephon Diggs trade happened. And you know, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, he he's going from Stefan Diggs is going from Kirk Cousins, who he had the two seasons prior, who is one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the NFL, especially deep ball. And you're going the, from the, the best quarterback in the NFL. No. Your words. <laughs> Your words. Um, and going from one of the most accurate deep ball passes in the NFL to a guy who struggles with accuracy. So I said, you know, well, yes, Diggs is a phenomenal player you're getting. He, he's got to have the ball put on him up to make the catch. He can't make catches that are uncatchable. You know, it's it's one of those things. Like, a receiver needs a, a quarterback to do part of their job. Yeah, that's a hot take, but go on. <laughs> so I I made that claim saying... Josh Allen needs to make a jump in year three, which is not a hot take because every rookie quarterback by year three, they should be making their jump. You know, you want to see improvement, but like if they're really the franchise guy, what you draft him for, or you draft him, uh, what was he? Seventh overall. Uh, you, you need that to happen. Otherwise you're sitting looking like a Trubisky or, um, possibly Daniel Jones is worried about this right now. And, uh, the no. list goes on you're
1: getting there just just bring the back pedal home you're almost there you've <laughs> almost finished it. i'm not
0: backpedaling at all on this um because there's nothing to back pedal from it was a very valid take oh, i had mm. there isn't it was a very valid take to have mm-hmm. and then in year three the uh they last year they went 60 started all 16 games obviously when we went 13 and three uh 69.1 completion percentage 4500 oh, nice. 44 yards yeah very nice Uh, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions for a 107.2 rating. He only ran for 421 yards, but still had eight touchdowns, only fumbled eight times. He did lose six of those, so that did increase, but obviously he was right up there. He was MVP talks, you know, player of the year kind of talks, exactly what you need in your young quarterback. And he did well in the playoffs. You know, He, he performed well in the playoffs in three games, 817 yards, five touchdowns, one interception in three games. That's good. They lost to the Chiefs, who ended up going on. At that point, we said we would win the Super Bowl until we got shocked. And then who
1: knows what happened next. Yeah. But regardless... Regardless of that... An astronomic... A meteoric a, rise. An absolute meteoric rise. Um, and a meteoric payday. And he is now slated to make almost as much money as Tom Brady in his entire career. Because money is crazy and it just keeps going up he is
0: signed yeah he signed a six-year 258 million dollar extension worth a max of 288 million through incentives uh but he becomes the highest paid uh, of guaranteed money so i believe that he is being guaranteed i think it's 150 i want to say okay there's i'm getting the weeds here
1: I think it's around hundred and fifty if I'm remembering uh contract
0: right. guarantees. Yeah, 147 ah. uh million, contract guarantees. That's the highest mm-hmm. most guaranteed. The highest before that was Mahomes, 141 uh point four eight. But obviously it's not a ten year extension, so the total number is not gonna be almost half a billion dollars. No. But it's still you know, it's
1: still a lot better than 40, a lot of forty-three people. million dollars average. Some people on this podcast maybe were expecting of Josh Allen,
0: you know, a little bit over a year ago, and all justified, all very much justified. If you would have told me a year ago, Josh Allen next year is going to be signing this contract, I'd be like, he better win fucking MVP and be unbelievable. And he he was, he was really good was last year. Good. Yeah, and I I still think, you know. Did did they benefit? I think everyone, as we saw offensively, had an influx, like especially quarterbacks, of production. Like it was a crazy year of people, like. I don't even know how many numbers there were, or how many quarterbacks had over thirty touchdowns. It was far and away the most scoring in the NFL. But there's a
1: bunch of factors last year. Yeah, that, there that were,
0: benefit the offense ab- absolutely, or the defense with rules, with COVID lack of presentation, uh, practice, and training camp, and lack of all this stuff, injuries. Crowds. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. so a whole lot. It was a very offensive-friendly year. I mean, there was I think over twelve thousand more points scored, like or no, it's over twelve thousand points scored in the whole season, almost thirteen thousand. And that was like seven or eight hundred points more than the previous record. Yeah, which was twenty thirteen, which is Peyton Manning's their record breaking year, his record breaking year.
1: Yeah, and so everybody's numbers rise a little bit with yeah. that. But we'll see a little falling back down a little bit, um, but at the same time, I think this really solidifies because there were a few people, and I think you got on board. You were not the last guy on the train, but there were a few people out there that were still kind of stuck on this Josh Allen isn't the guy take even after last year and i think this really solidifies it i mean i think you can speak to the fact that uh bills fans they like him quite a bit oh absolutely no they they ride and or he's die going for to be
0: there for many years which, to come which is what you need to have like yeah. it, that my take is it doesn't matter like if your team's quarterback is patrick mahomes or if your team's quarterback is you know Jimmy Garoppolo or Jared Goff or whatever. Yeah, like if they are your team starting quarterback, you should want them to be successful. Like it, it's crazy to me that there are so many fans that are not like that. All right, say. all right, Dustin, chill out. No, like I'm I'm just saying. Like everyone <laughs> needs to. I don't know. It's like I, I I'm rooting for the team, not necessarily the player. Obviously, I love having good players, but like I don't know. You you should always just support your team. Like I was I supported the Vikings when Gus Frat was our quarterback. And I did it when Ponder was. I did it, you know, like
1: Uh, Christian, the good old days. You know, I just
0: like it's just crazy to me that people are rooting so they could have the "I told you so"s. But well, speaking of uh,
1: Vikings quarterbacks, do you want to talk about anything from your team? Yeah.
0: So, um, (laughs) we're gonna. I'm I'm gonna. I wanna (laughs) first talk about Carson Wentz. Okay. Okay. Uh, First, talk about Carson Wentz here because he first say a quick prayer to Colts fans. Before today's news came out, boss um, man, yeah, sorry, boss man. I know it's, I I was actually thinking Carson Wentz, like he's gonna have a, you know, a career revitalization. I, I did in not Indy. think that with Frank Reich back with his his guy, who you know, I don't know. I think Frank Reich was clearly the brains behind the operation with the Super Bowl winning team in the, no, the, eagles. No, the
1: eagles are doing great has anyone checked on them recently yeah where's
0: doug peterson have we found him yet no he's hiding and so i don't i think the I mean eagles were a mess carson wentz they needed a change of scenery i get it i you know i think he was obviously awful last year well and and
1: who could have seen this coming i mean not everyone
0: yeah so ever... he, he suffered an injury <laughs> uh last week it was a foot injury where he had to have in, have surgery to remove a piece of bone. Well, and it was an aggravation of an injury that I think they said he's had since he was, like, a child. Yeah. So, it was just, like, he had to get that in where it, the outlook didn't look good where it was, like, he, the timetable said, like, 5 to 12 weeks, which... That's, the, a, that's a shitty timetable. That's table. a really I'm big sorry, timetable.
1: Like, and you, you need to get a new doctor if that's your timetable. It didn't
0: help that Quentin Nelson arguably the best offensive lineman, like, pound for pound in the NFL, had, like, a very similar injury, like, where he had to have, like, the same kind of surgery happen. I don't think we're asking the right questions of, is this injury contagious? Yeah, I mean. Can you catch a broken foot? Well, they both had to have surgery. And now uh, Chris Mortensen reported today saying that Carson Wentz, is trending to open the season as the starter with All-Pro Quinton Nelson on the same path after foot surgeries. So the surgery has been successful, and early looks prognosis is good. So, you know, which they open the season against the Seahawks, they're. Seahawks are not a bad team. Like, see, and that's why we take a while to get these episodes to
1: you in the off because we let the whole story play out. Yeah. You know, we would have been on here saying, "Oh, Carson Wentz is hurt." Now we get to tell you now he's we, hurt, you and know? he's not. And I got to
0: be worried about, like, all right, Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger is your starter. Ooh. Woof! Yikes. Um, well, I I think they'll be fine because like the, the, that that's in a division too where it is so up for grabs. Like the Titans, yeah. Titans are are probably the most like the safest pick just because they if have stability. If you could put the Titans' offense and the Colts'
1: defense together, yeah. it would be a really good team. Yeah, the
0: Titans have question marks on defense, but their offense should be fine, like should be really good. Yeah. Um. The Colts, obviously, quarterback is the biggest question mark because they have playmakers. You know, Jonathan Taylor looks to be really good. The offensive line, obviously, is probably one of the best in the NFL. I am of the opinion right now that uh, Michael Pittman
1: is too skinny.
0: I like Michael Pittman. He still looks know.
1: like a rookie, and I don't know. I just I need him to bulk up a little bit. Devontae Adams is skinny, not skinny like Michael Pittman. Like I'm talking like arms and everything. Like Ty you know Hilton was too. He had a he had, he's had a good yeah, career. Yeah, Ty Hilton. He's he's doing great these days, isn't he? Well,
0: he's also old, but he's definitely been like effective.
1: Yeah, he had a really good touchdown celebration too. That that just lends itself the, the, very well. The, the T. The, the T Y. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, alright, so things are looking positive for them. I actually I don't I never disliked the Colts. Like I I loved Peyton Manning growing up, and so it's like I I don't know. I I am I'm a fan I, of the Colts I have Nothing, like, against, I have nothing the Colts against them.
1: Except for the fact that back in the day when you'd play them in Madden and the that Peyton Manning like AI would not allow you. It had to audible at the line, and yeah. then if you audibled on defense, it would audible again, and you could run out the entire play clock that way. Yeah, which was very annoying. It was very
0: true, though. Like it was, it was very much. It was, it was accurate. It yeah. was surprisingly accurate. More accurate than today's men's. man. Men do better. Yeah, rip. Just need a, comp, you know, you need a competitor in there for so football. Do games. you want to? Talk, do you have any yeah. more news, so, or no, do you want think,
1: to sidestep the Kirk question? Uh, no. So
0: Kirk here, um, I'm going to bring this into our the segment now where before we get into hard knocks, which is what this, we're going to dissect that episode. And that's what we're going to be doing the next In couple weeks. Excruciating detail. <laughs> yeah. This episode better
1: be like three hours long. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so um, I have, I have
1: Mike McCarthy's
0: outfits scene by scene to just oh God. go through. Yeah. I'm going to have some questions for you about Mike McCarthy. <laughs> um, well, trading camp so far has gone, had, had been starting off really good. Like it, everyone's like, I, all I'm seeing is Justin Jefferson looks really fucking good. Like the team, the, like, you know, you're hearing what you need to hear. The defensive line, like the, especially the interior is like scary. Good. Like they're just, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's what you want as a fan. You're like, wow, this is good to hear. And everyone is people that are new people that are coming on the team saying like, I've never been around a talented group as this before. All this stuff that you expect—you guys or can't see—but I'm doing a skeptical face right now. I'm just telling you what I'm reading, man. I know. And so, then came the uh, Kellen Mond contracting COVID or testing, po- having a positive test, and then Kirk Cousins, Nate Stanley having to quarantine for a couple of days, being a close contact, meaning this year the NFL. PA or the NFL released a memo saying anyone that has been vaccinated cannot be put on the close contact list. So obviously, put two and two together. Kirk's not vaccinated. Um, not ideal, definitely not. And it's it's frustrating because the way the how he has been shredded constantly for this decision in the media, whereas another very high profile former MVP quarterback not vaccinated and it's gone nowhere we've not talked about it at all well i think lamar jackson not vaccinated either
1: i think that a lot of people i don't i feel like lamar jackson is one of those guys where you hear that he's not vaccinated and you go like yeah that sounds that sounds about right like if you do like cam newton is not vaccinated be like yeah i i can see that whereas like kirk it was more of a surprise and it, it gets it gets anti vaxery very quick well, like yeah, in, that's, in a
0: more malicious-y kind of way, we're, just, and we're gonna try our best to stay out of the politics of it. Like we're just here, like we enjoy, we just if obviously the last
1: episode, yeah, like like we
0: just want football. We're just happy it's back. We, you know, Kevin and I are both vaccinated and very much oh, yeah. stand wanting people to do that just because we can get back to more f- normal things. And I think we both agree that that's the step to do that. Yeah. I, I understand that it's a choice and you don't like you're not being forced to. I don't agree at all people being like they can't fire someone because they didn't get vaccinated. It's like, well, they, they're a business. They if that's their business protocol well, is like But they
1: can't fire Kirk for not being vaccinated no, no. realistically. And so then that puts in a question I, how, how much plexiglass do we have on standby? Yeah, and I think because I, I had this idea where what if Kirk had a special helmet that instead of like a visor just over your eyes, it had it had plexiglass over the whole... You wouldn't even need a face mask at that point because you'd be protected. <laughs> and it may be like an astronaut's helmet, you know, and just really... The NFL really would never allow off. it
0: because they don't even allow alternate helmets because reasons. Yeah, I guess that's fair. And they're not really taking a very uh, no generous league.
1: approach to the... Uh, you know, non-vaccinated players this year.
0: Yeah. Well, and like, I get it because like, it's, it's frustrating. Like, just, I don't understand the reason. Like what's, what's hard for me is they say, Oh, I don't know what they're like. I don't want to, like, I want to go through more trials and all this stuff, but it's all it's this, a personal, the personal, the research they've done is just crap based on the research that actual scientists that have created these, these vaccines have done. Like, well, and the it's qu- not like the it's question, just random shit you're getting put in your body.
1: Yeah, and the question that, that comes along with, I, I want to wait for the research to come out. Like, A lot of these people are alleging that there will be consequences You know, 10 years down the road. So, so what, are you going to sit for 10 years and like make sure that there's... I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. I'm,
0: all I have to say is I'm going to be extremely disappointed if there's a game this year where Kirk's Plenty. not playing because of it you know he says he's doing everything like he was last year like and he didn't have to set out a game last year so it was, it was really funny though at the press
1: conference he's he like i will do whatever it takes except and it's get like, a vaccine it's like, except for the I one know. thing
0: you could do know. for free but, but that's the thing though where i'm like you look at it i you look at the press conference where lamar came back because i i saw this obviously because someone you know it's pointed out like the stark differences and like mm, wow, like I wish the media actually are like whether it's whether it's the media personnel themselves that are like asking constantly asking these questions over and over to try to get if they're like Chris Thomason is a uh, he I think he's a writer for the Pioneer Press. Um, he he hates Zimmer and Zimmer hates him because. He has a thing where he'll, like, angry tweet if he doesn't get the answer that he's looking for when he asks a certain question. So, like, he'll just be like, mm, and he'll just, like, be like, wow, like, Zimmer completely just shuts that down. Or, like, tweets off, like, it's like his little, like, butthurt that he didn't get the answer that he was fishing for. It's called so,
1: journalism. Like, yeah. He's a fellow member of the sports media, as are both of us, as far as I, I, we're as, concerned. Te- as technicalities go, we technically are. Yeah, we're coworkers with whatever his name is that yeah. I, I wasn't fully invested but yeah
0: and so i don't know i think it's not what you want to hear and then obviously justin jefferson uh going down with an injury a uh, minor injury it was actually because yep. he's he's been fine like it, it, it was a but it was one of those moments where you're like laying on the ground it looks like it video, could have been a it could, yeah i'm like it was a lot of body weight because breland was right on him and like it was good coverage it was it was it was not like a bad play by anyone it's just a football play that happens you know you land awkwardly whatever. But it ends up just being just a sprain or a little, a strain. I think it was, I don't even think it was a sprain. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just like a, like an AC sprain, a strain or something. It was so. AC so. joint or or strain or yeah. something. So he, either way, he mm-hmm. has no issue being ready for week one. I don't know how much, I didn't really know how much we would see because like three, only three preseason games, we might see a couple reps, a couple, like a series or two from starters. I know, I don't think we're seeing any Aaron Rodgers. I think I saw no, that.
1: No, no, that's, that's kind of, that's some news. I mean, do you have anything else about the Vikings, or should we transition?
0: Um, I don't. I don't think so. I, everything else has been okay. positive. So I, I. I mean, par for the course. Look, I'm excited. It's all obviously. positive
1: except for one huge exception. Yeah. Um. Not ideal. But yeah. So then shift over to the Packers. Um, I don't think there's that much to report. Got a first look at, you know, semi-live game. Jordan Love at Family Night. And he had one flat out missed throw, but the rest of them were on target. He had one really nice deep shot that was dropped by like the you know tenth wide receiver they're carrying right now that won't make the team but uh he he looked all things considered pretty good um the
0: bad story yeah, I is can't wait uh, to hear this. I actually have no idea
1: oh yeah so. Devin Funches is on the Packers and I have to I have to open with that because a lot of people may not know that because he got signed last year and then opted out for COVID, which is his right, but it's it's no longer news now and he might not even make the team. And so he actually had a pretty nice showing at uh family night. He's I think he's one of those guys where you know, he doesn't really pop in drills necessarily, but he's, you know, kind of big, strong physical receiver. And when you see him working against actual defenses, it looks better than, you know, catching the ball against the air and just kind of, you know, being a normal receiver. So he had a really nice family night. And then in the press conference after family night, he chose to, uh, to seize the moment, really, really take the momentum. And, uh, Use a racial slur about Asian people for absolutely no reason. Jeez, and I don't think it's the one that you think it is, but it's in that same vein, and it's just like, oh man, is it? Is it?
0: Is it? Is it what does it start with?
1: It starts with a C H, but I think oh. it, it's a very. Vari- there's a couple of variations okay. in that in that tree of racial slurs, Yikes. and so. And he apologized he he did the whole notes app and all that stuff, and it seems genuine. It seems like it was really you know he was like talking to reporters about like when people smile with the masks, their eyes get smaller. it just mm, it's it's an all time foot in mouth for a guy that really didn't need it, and it really soured what would have been kind of a nice storyline coming out of family night so yeah that's that's all I really have um. Everything else is pretty much par for the course. Nothing that really surprises me. It's just kind of interesting to watch which receivers they're going to carry into the season. And Funchess apparently looked really good. And he's doing shit like this. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Like you alluded to, uh, Rodgers probably not going to play a single snap in the preseason. We actually get to see Jordan Love He doesn't need to. Yeah, we get to see Jordan Love. We get to see... uh, uh, Kurt Benkert is that his name I think? The the third string guy oh, with the hair. Yeah. yeah. So you guys
0: just rudely signed and cut Blake Bortles?
1: That that one really does tear me up especially because I mean I got the shirt. I was on board yeah. and I don't know. I think that if you were keeping the better quarterback you could make an argument for, you know, Bortles as the as the third guy, but oh, how often do you keep a third like ready to go like I don't Eh, know. I don't know. But at the same – and we're not going to keep him over love. I mean,
0: well, that's – We know what Bortles could do. Love could stink.
1: Yeah, but like – Bortles threw over
0: 30 touchdowns one season.
1: It's like that family guy where he has to choose between, like, what's behind the door or a boat, and he's like, it could be anything behind this door. It could be a boat. It's like, it could be anything. It could be Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's that's Jordan Love right now.
0: Bortles played and, and got a couple touchdowns in an AFC championship game. How many has Jordan Love done? Jordan Love has zero touchdowns in the AFC championship game in his entire He's career. He's never put on a Packers. He doesn't uniform. even have a completion. He's never worn a Packers Jersey. He will this weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> shut up.
1: Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's basically everything I had from camp.
0: All right. Um, okay. Let's transition. Now in, it's
1: time for the main event
0: into hard knocks. All right. So, I was actually really excited. Like I, I enjoy Hard Knocks. I really like the behind the scenes stuff, like the stuff that, like, kind of behind closed doors that we get to see a little bit. Like I liked in the beginning. Like, well, first of all, I did not like. This started oh. off.
1: Yeah. So let's let's just go through chronologically. It started
0: off. Star- with, with the injury with, with an of, image of with, the scar tissue with constant well in, in constant replays and close-ups of oh. Dax's
1: injury well, and they really missed an opportunity there to get the tony romo audio over oh you hope it's just a spray yeah no
0: i i was watching <laughs> i was watching with my girlfriend shout out Paige. and while before she fell asleep she saw this and she's like oh what is it i'm like oh it's an injury it's not gonna be good it's it's not good it's not good, it's not good. And she it, she's like, what? What happened? Like, you should have oh, t- no. told her it was just a sprain. You're yeah, like, oh, gross. I I, I was going to say, I I, didn't mention dirt to her, but I was going to mention that, like, yeah, during the live when this happened, I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Romo just kept saying, oh, it's probably just a sprain, probably well, just a sprain. And the
1: worst part about it, you, you kind of see the initial rolling and, you know, it's facing the wrong way. And he comes up and then. I had forgotten. He like tries to jam it. Well, back that's what in he, the said, proper he said. Because he said, you know, he's like,
0: I didn't, I didn't know how bad it was. He, Which I, is like what, a very real reaction. He's like, I thought I just rolled it, yeah, and then I looked down and saw it was turned the other way. And my, my gut reaction was, I just got to fix it right now and just yeah, try to your, pop your it. Your right body's back. instinct is just like, this isn't how my foot should look. Yeah, I mean, like that's what because you see him try to do it. Yeah, um, and then and the ref immediately went like, no, 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 no. Yeah, like, he's just like, just and as soon as I knew over. I couldn't do that, yeah, and I waved him in, and like, I hearing him talk about it was really good. But then also, I did really like where he said, "Yeah." And so I actually then I, I went back in and had a second surgery on it, which you know y'all don't it's know, y'all never secret. y'all never found out about or knew about. Mm-hmm. It's like, "That's what gave me the wishbone." And like, I was like, "I wonder." How, like, that happens probably all the time. Where well, I mean, the first surgery, yes, yeah, to like clean it up and like make sure that there's not like, well, but I know. But like, but, like I wonder like, that, there's so many things where like we have no idea. Like, I remember I had. um like a, a cousin of mine, like, he interned uh, for the Steelers years ago, and he would, you know, mention that, because he went to school for, like, PT school, and he mentioned the amount of stuff, like, on the sidelines that he'd see yeah. and, like, walk around by. He's like, well, and, can't disclose that. And now they got the blue tent. I mean, well, Yeah, do well, what happened. there. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's Narnia. I mean, we already knew, obviously, about smelling salts, which is kind of like, it's not like it's a taboo or bad, but, like. It's not – you know, I just love when they show z- shots of Zimmer and he's just, like, literally holding one, just, like – just Not reacting. Not reacting, just inhaling the smelling salt. Yeah. And it's just like, God, it's such a football thing. It's it's the most football <laughs> like, It's just, wow. But uh, – uh, can, can we transition? Because after yeah.
1: they showed – you know, they kind of talked about Dak and his injury and, you know, all of his kind of personal stuff. Then they transitioned to Jerry Jones – Given a
0: speech. Where was it going? I kept saying it, over and over. I'm it like, wasn't where, going is this, anywhere? where is this going? This is just well, Jerry
1: talking time. Is he crying?
0: He was crying. Why are the journalists writing? What's going profoundly on? Profoundly uncomfortable. And I the best like, part. Was he scolding them? Well, he he's like, like, be more
1: positive, y'all. Like yeah. I'm like, what's happening? And and the best part is he's like up there crying and rambling, <laughs> and there's all these very serious journalists like just write that down, write that down, yeah. write that down. They're just like
0: scribbling and in their and notebooks. Just, they kept showing the shot where you see Jerry talking, but then Mike McCarthy with his stupid reflective sunglasses oh my god Mike just, was so asleep him just looking like mm-hmm mm-hmm he's mm-hmm. like yep i support him yep, yep. i'm like I, what is going I on i am man. on board with all of
1: these words <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and i would not like to say any of my own i just i i have to it's such a strange pair it's kind of like it's like the old, like, I think it was like a like a Looney Tunes thing where, like, the little mob boss and his big dumb assistant guy, like, oh, go get him, boss. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is exactly what's happening where Jerry Jones is like, we got to be positive and we got to, I would do anything in the world to win a Super I, Bowl. I just don't
0: know if there is, and I love then, Lee Schreiber, who's the narrator of Hard Knocks, aw- aw- awesome, just, like, one of the best, like, voices or like, I don't know. I always love like hearing him kind of like, mm-hmm. just go with this. Imagine like in the booth and just saying all this stuff where he said like, well, yes, like the, the Cowboys while well, under Jerry Jones, they become the most, um, the, the highest worth or whatever it was, the, the, yeah, like they highest have, they valued, the, highest value teams, the highest valued, the highest valued team in the NFL. um, you know, and it resulted in like four Super Bowls or whatever it was. There was three Super Bowls, but nothing three in the Super last Bowl season, twenty-six in years. The, yeah, the, last t- the last one came twenty-six years ago. Oof. So it's like I always love because he has like, like the way they do it. These little shots. Where I'm like, yeah. yes, like absolutely.
1: Yeah, and, all all of the lines that would not be included if Jerry was the one with editing. final say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and so I I like that. I really am hoping that they keep with that, being like, yes. The Cowboys have a very, like, a long history. And, you know, the 90s, they dominated the late 80s and 90s and all that. They came in after the Niners with, with uh, um, you know, Emmett Smith and Aikman and all that. And they had, obviously, Roger Staubach. They have a long history of success. But in the last 26 years, they got nothing to show for it. And they continually are called America's team. They're constantly being like the fans are saying this is our year it's Du boys year and or dem boys and all that like i feel like we may have finally
1: killed the america's team thing in the last couple of years i hope so
0: but i mean like, like hard knocks i feel like he's just gonna keep going with it yeah and, like we always still see it like they're always I mean, they're never gonna stop saying it but i don't think anyone else says it anymore like i feel like I don't know, in our lifetime, America's team has to be the Patriots. It's got to be. It's literally... Like, there's no one else. Like, And, and not only are they super successful, they're like the, <laughs> the America-themed team. I don't know. And, yeah. and, and, like, you think about how organizations are run. Like, under Bill Bell, like, you can't deny, like, it, it, it's, it's a system. Like, it, it literally is, like, a regime there. And Well,
1: it's a regime in Dallas, too. It's just a much more dysfunctional it's, yeah. regime. It's like... You know, it's like Cuba down there where it's like there's one guy making all the calls. And it's a, like an it's just 80, not going very well.
0: 80 plus year old man yeah. thinking like he's he's I love where they showed owner, president, GM. I'm like, maybe maybe just cut. The GM part lets someone else. Some real Jackie Moon vibes. I know. On. I'm like, is he gonna play? I don't know. <laughs> um, your power forward. Your head coach. Yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> you love them. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I I had another note. Mm-hmm. So, they they started showing practice. You yeah. know, kind of after the Jerry stuff. And at one point, they spent a lot of time on Dak. And then, where they, are they? By the way. I don't know. On card. next to houses. On card. I have no
0: idea where that is. And I'm like, it's like a sand lot, kind of a field. I'm like the fence. I I was bummed they didn't show it. Michael Gallup went like flying over. Like he made a catch and he went Mm -hmm. flying over the fence because it's like waist level. Yeah. And he tipped over into it. I'm like, where are they? It's like on grass. It's a bizarre setup for like a team famous for being rich.
1: Yeah. I'm like, they're going to get
0: hurt in training camp.
1: Yeah. But what what I was gonna say? So they they cut to they start introducing Zeke, and they're like, and Zeke, you know, he didn't have a great year last year. He had problems with ball security and yada yada yada. And they go, but now he's back and looking slimmer than ever. And they show him run out there, and instead of his typical like exposed midriff, he's wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, he's wearing a sweatshirt. And (laughs) I was like, we're gonna cut weight. What what do you like? That's like, hey guys, look, I'm skinny. You're wearing a sweatshirt. I can't really tell. No, trust me, guys. I'm really skinny now. <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure you're skinnier, Zeke?"
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like he, obviously, like he, since he's been in the league, I'm looking up in his five seasons. I mean, he didn't look bigger. 1,600 yards his rookie year. 15 touchdowns. Obviously, he was insane. He only played 10 games the next year, so he was under a thousand. That was the year he was like suspended. Se- seven. Every week. Yeah, yeah, seven touchdowns. Uh, then 2018. 1434 yards, only six touchdowns, but he had 506 receiving and three touchdowns there. Uh, 2019, 1357, 12 touchdowns, 420 receiving, two more uh, catching. And then last year, he only had 244 attempts, uh, so another 60-plus less attempts. So he had only a 979. He still averaged four yards a carry, six touchdowns, but obviously that team was done yeah, well, as soon as Dak got down, was down. And ball security issues. Yeah, he had, he had five fumble fumbles, lost fumbles. So, people
1: thought it was going to be. Yeah,
0: he had a down year last year for sure. Um, Seeing they played still 15 games and naked get 1,000 yards. Well, it's not a great start to his year that, I mean,
1: the entire country just saw him visibly confused about wrapping a present. Like, like way, <laughs> way too
0: much. I will say, like, I... I actually do, like, I I get, you know, I like that they spotlighted there or talked about that, like him and Dak, because they did. They, they came in the exact same year. Zeke was obviously the first round. Dak, I think, came in, like, the third fourth, or fourth. Yeah, fourth. Um, and, you know, they have, they started both as rookies. They were really good that year. Um, and They're BFFs. Yeah, and so, like, I like that, like, kind of behind-the-scene kind of thing. Uh, yeah, him trying to wrap a present. Just, I mean,
1: I mean, just just a travesty
0: of present wrapping. Like,
1: it it was the worst. And, like, hand up, I'm not awesome at wrapping presents. No. I mean, I think he had, like, four different detached pieces of wrapping paper (laughs) trying to mismatch his way. And he was watching a YouTube video. So, like... He wasn't listening to it clearly no, because otherwise he, was going too fast. he would have been. And he was making it on like a table that was only slightly bigger than the. <laughs> yeah, and present. he kept
0: me, I'm like, <laughs> oh, maybe you do this on the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know. I, it doesn't shock me, but it was not a good visual. I will say, um, I'm kind of bummed. Like, maybe I don't know. I don't really. I don't obviously rewatch Hard Knocks, but I'm thinking about like they didn't really have any people spotlight because they're Hard Knocks is biggest. They yeah. didn't have any bubble players. Yeah, Hard Knocks always like. Spotlights three or four bubble guys yeah. that they kind of follow throughout training camp. That yeah. you want to like see miss the team. This episode
1: was Dak, Zeke, and Micah Parsons, the first round draft pick, and then and then like none of whom were in any danger. Mike
0: McCarthy, I was seeing Jerry Jones yeah. and Dan Quinn, which yeah. I kind of forgot that Dan Quinn went there. Um, that
1: that made me a little bit sad, Dan Quinn. Yeah, just like I mean, it's a better spot, I am sure for him, but it's like
0: I I just had that moment. Where I was like, oh yeah. Damn yeah. Quinn. Well, I also spot I I spotted on the sideline when they showed him like, is that? I was like, oh, that's ex Vikings defensive coordinator George Edwards because he's there for as like a senior defensive assistant after Ooh. he didn't he didn't want to be co defensive coordinator with Adam Zimmer, um, and so it's like oh, because I I I recognize him. He's got massive teeth. He he was the one that he told Mark Michael Parsons to go to the phone. He uh-huh. recognized that guy. Yeah, he was a long time. Uh, defensive uh, coordinator with this. Well, you know,
1: I I recognize an uh, ex-Packers coach down there as well. Uh, Can we talk about Mike? let's let's talk about Mike McCarthy. Can we talk about mojo moments? Holy fuck. What (sighs) the fuck? See, the part that made me the most upset is that if Mike had only thought of the concept of mojo moments 10 years ago... Aaron Rodgers would have 15 Super Bowl rings. You know, like that was yeah. the missing piece, clearly.
0: Yeah. It was just mojo moments. I I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that. I, I just, all I can picture when I see Mike McCarthy and even Dan Quinn is the Steve Buscemi, How's it going, young kids or whatever? Like, fellow uh, yeah. kids? Hey, fellow kids. Yeah, where he's walking up. I'm like, oh, you, you guys like Austin Powers, right? Like, could you imagine? Like, most of these players weren't around when that movie was made. I'm like, like literally around. Like, he's being born.
1: Well, and and you can tell that that was like his little... Like, I bet Mike sat around the whole offseason, and that was like the one idea he had on his notebook. Like, mojo moments.
0: Well, then that's what I'm so pissed about because... The the brains behind the Cowboys' offense for the last few years has and will be Kellen Moore, their offensive coordinator. I I I'm glad we saw a little. We only saw like him talk once in the preseason game where they only scored like three points. But you know is what it is with when they have Ben DiNucci out there and ben Garrett Gilbert. Nucci. But I I just want more Kellen Moore. Like I loved Kellen Moore at Boise State. I love that he's found a role, and he's like he's actually with a dynamic. Like the Cowboys with Dak Prescott and Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Zeke, they have a very Daniel Schultz uh, or uh, Dan, it? Schultz. Dan Schultz, yeah. yeah, have a dynamic offensive group. Obviously, their defense is a mess, and. It, Probably will be again this year. Will continue to be. But like Kellen Moore is, you know, I I'm a big fan of him, and so like I I want to see like more of him, like actually because like he's got a really really good football mind, and I I don't I, I don't want to see Mike McCarthy just talk shit and like he's just the biggest like here's what what happened in the past for me and like keeps talking yeah, about he, that. He had a and, like, whole speech with. A
1: lot of F bombs in it actually. Like a shocking a number where yeah. he, he referenced the Super Bowl and I don't know, man. I mean, you coached Aaron Rodgers for
0: a really long time. But to be fair though, that was before Aaron Rodgers like Aaron Rodgers won his first MVP the next year after yeah. Super Bowl. So yeah. it was it was pre it it was before Aaron Rodgers Does that mean we've known for the last like ten years. Well yeah, like they were kind of a Cinderella in that they were a sixth seed yeah. going into the playoffs. Well, and they also had a really good defense, like yeah. They, by far, are the best events that Aaron Rodgers has ever been with, but...
1: Yeah, and it was like, I don't know, it's just kind of a weird flex to be like, I won a Super Bowl as kind of an unlikely story, and then kind of squandered many years with a first ballot Hall of Famer who also, by the way, fucking hates me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... I don't know. And he's like, but I, but I held that trophy. And it, it's heavier than you think. Yeah, it's be. heavier than you fucking think. And I'm like, well, I, Mike, I'm sure
0: they're a little bit stronger than you are. I, I don't think they'll have problems with the trophy. Yeah, like, I don't I don't think, like, I'm not saying a head coach has to be the most, like, they don't have to be the play caller. They don't have, like, look at Pete Carroll. He doesn't call plays. But, but, but what is Mike? Like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, if you're not a play caller, you have to be a motivator. You have to be a guy that gets the best out of people and like most talent like Pete Carroll does that. He did that at USC. You know, like you have certain guys that do that. But Mike I I just don't see players being like, "Yeah, Mike McCarthy, like I loved that Austin Powers bit." I mean, we have the it's Austin like, Powers can't to bit. players.
1: His his big fuck-laden speech about the Super Bowl 11 years ago. Yeah. And then we have his assistant coaches, and I missed who this even was, but there was a very long extended scene where they explained the concept of
0: vasectomies. Oh, uh, special teams coordinator John Fassel. What the I, fuck I, was like, fuck was, I was that? I was sitting there, and I was like, wait, are they talking about... The sect- yeah, they are. Yeah. They're talking about vasectomies. All right. And, and they did like and, a whole, like, snip oh, snap and, and, Michael yeah. Scott. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and he got a reverse. Yeah. I was like, that's all the I physical thought. Physical toll. Sip snap, snap, snap. Three vasectomies have on a person. Yeah. Insert insert clip of that.
1: I, I thought I like fell asleep and I was dreaming hard knocks. I was like, what is this? Oh, there, there's right a now? TikTok
0: right there. You like, you take that image and like put over like John Fassel, like special teams coordinator. Sip yeah. snap, snip snap, snip <laughs> snap, snip snap, snap, <laughs> snap. Damn it. I no idea. <laughs> It just—I don't know. I felt
1: like this episode of Hard Knocks. If they didn't have the Hall of Fame game, they would have been really pressed for content. Which,
0: by the way, I'm—we we saw like no minutes of that because nope. they didn't do shit. No, because nothing was interesting awful. really happened. It was an awful game. Yeah, and it was like peak preseason where I'm like, we, no. Starters, we saw more like no Mike nothing. McCarthy's
1: parents getting off the bus and then them being like, "You can't stand over here." <laughs> like,
0: I—I I will say game. so. Obviously, Mike Micah Parsons was the number one pick. Uh, I believe they took him tenth. Uh, I think they had the tenth pick uh, somewhere around there. I think it was right after the Broncos at nine. Yeah, I think they had the tenth or eleventh pick, and uh, they took him. Best player left on the board, sure. Um, he seems to me, I'm not really sure. Like I, after seeing his like personality and all that, like he seems like the biggest like heart. Like he's gonna get someone hurt. Like, yeah. he's going he's gonna to injure, like, CeeDee Lamb well, or Gallup or someone. I feel like someone. part of that,
1: though, Dak was kind of doing the same thing, and you can debate, you know, player to player whether or not this is genuine, but, like, because you know that you're mic'd up and the cameras are on you for hard knocks, and they go, hey, Dak, why don't you, like, sip some water for five seconds? He's like, no, no, I have to be out there right now. It's just fucking bullshit, and he just gets really mad, and Parsons I, is doing the same thing. I could thing.
0: understand. I I understand Dak. Like, I like that line, where he that quote where he said, like, right after he went in for, like, four reps or a few reps, and got pulled, and he said, like, I don't need to sit. Like, I sat enough last year. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, like I, like, I can understand that frustration because, like, he's a guy, especially Dak, where he had to come in. You know, he was a third or fourth round pick. Oh, yeah, he's a big old chip, chip on his on shoulder. His shoulder yep. And and also never being a big payday. Like, until, like, last year or whatever it was. Like, he got franchise tagged yeah. twice, and it's like – are they going to commit to me or not? I get that. Yeah, I think I am. I'm a big. I like Dak. I think he's a very good football player. He's a very good quarterback. Uh, I would. I put him in with the elite. No, but is he a top ten when healthy? I mean, yeah, he, I can make the he's no Josh Allen. That's for sure. Okay. And so, I, I don't know. I, 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 I liked seeing his frustration with that. But then I'll also you know yeah i just think there's little a little sprain. bit
1: of hamming it up for oh, the well, cameras it, a little all, know, it, with, with all the players it will
0: never be the, as bad as uh jj J. watt hamming it up when they were yeah. in the texans where yeah. he's like look at my workout after the full day of nfl or, practice or D- Derek carr oiling his arms yeah that I don't was know. great where like you had jj watt with his tire and his rope and he's pulling the tire. He's hitting a sledgehammer on the tire. You
1: think that he has multiple tires? I don't
0: know. They're like, because like, he like wears them out. Also, doing that is horrible for your back. Maybe that's why you're yeah. hurt all the time,
1: JJ. <laughs> I, I work out after practice every day for six hours and my back keeps getting fucked up. Yeah, I don't I'm know like,
0: what it is. Maybe that's why you're always hurt. Um, He's the biggest trier, but Micah Parsons, I don't know. I didn't really know much about him, like personality wise. I knew he was really good, but I like the quote that he had about he had a shot at like where he's head buttoned the dude over and over and he says like yeah that that's why you played at ndsu and not penn state and like i'm like also mm. you're the biggest like hardo like i i played football i don't want to just get my head hit with my with a helmet on i'm like also like cushions man i mean yes
1: penn penn no. you know greater than ndsu maybe but like you didn't play at
0: Bama, dude. Like, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you like sat out last year. Like, what's the best you did? You lost to uh, You lost to the Gophers. Yeah. Like, nice. You were on that. You were on that team, Micah. But yeah, I think he'll be fine. I don't know. I think he'll he's be an improvement over hurt.
1: whoever they've got right now. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I had one more note, that no, yeah. was my last note. And it's a it's a funny note. Um. So. When they gave Dak his cake. Oh my
0: gosh, yes. Are you talking about the offensive lineman? The offensive lineman <laughs> yes. that
1: ran off the field, and this whole cake saga is unfolding where they push his face like, into it. They keep and, and they keep coming back to this offensive lineman who looks like he I just no ran a who marathon. I have He's
0: no <sighs> idea. <sighs>
1: And every time they come back, he's, like, I want that cake. I was like, oh, oh, I want that cake. And he's just hyperventilating the whole time. <laughs> I'm like,
0: what is happening? Like, this dude needs oxygen, and he's just talking about he wants the cake so bad. I'm like, why are you like, why are you showing him so much? I'm like, who is this guy? And he and he's a dude that no one knows his name because it's it's the starters, all the starting offensive linemen, yeah. and Zeke giving him the cake. Yeah, and they do that, and then it's just this random guy is like. Oh man! And just this dude just oh. salivating over oh, the, the cake. cake. When they showed the cake like, on the ground, I was like, "Please, please don't show him walk oh, up and grab I would love, some."
1: I would love if they pan over and he's just like crouching over it, like Gollum, like looking back, like, oh. just, like eating the cake. Yum! <laughs> it was really good. I, I finally got the cake, and he's still hyper. That's just how he breathes. I just, I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> that that was my only other note. I mean, I think, I hope next week they they get into some
0: bubble players. I know.
1: It was boring to look and there's no human drama at stake because like the most dramatic thing that happened is Michael Parsons be like, Man, I want to play some more I know, where he
0: was like, Oh, I only got like four plays. Oh yeah, come on. Like, dude, it's because
1: they don't want you to get hurt. I
0: did like that he he went through being like, So so you're saying we got another gotta wait another two hours left of the game. Another hour back to the hotel. Uh then it's like another like hour to the, the airport, four hour flight. And then our an hour from the the airport back to onward, is like, he's like, so I, I gotta wait like nine hours, and he just like basically says, and yeah. then and uh, Leighton Mannerish is like, yeah, that's preseason, and I'm like, that's something that like there is a lot of just yeah, but like it's Waiting a time. good problem to well, have obviously. as a football player, yeah, I you know it, for sure, you know, you're not having to play but, in the preseason, but at the same time, you know, a guy like him, it's like, why did I even? make the trip out here because you're a rookie you I know? know i mean i don't know but just... like it is weird that he only got that little minute of minute of time i guess like that's how sold they are on him that he's just gonna play you yeah hurt and i mean and he did make a play
1: during that time he recovered a fumble and so i mean i don't know i it wasn't i wouldn't call it like a bad episode but it definitely didn't you
0: know engage me very thoroughly i mean i always feel like hard knock is always slow starting though yeah like it always the first episode is always going to be like here let's check in with the stars also the the cowboys i I lied about my last note. i have another note
1: the cowboys can fuck off with those bicycles at training camp that is a packer thing you can if mike brought those in that that is unacceptable
0: See, but the thing is, like, I, I just... And there's no children in yeah. the
1: Cowboys. They were just bikes no, that were think, just because I there. think that's just a,
0: uh, Because, like, they, they stay down there. So that's that's their training camp. But they look like stayed. really girly bikes. No, they're which is confusing to I me. I think they're just like actual like nice. They're, like, road bikes. they're like They're like yeah, they're, like, they're just yeah. nice bikes. They looked like girls' bikes. They, have, they had they have little baskets for like their phones and stuff. They weren't like tassels. Yeah, well, but
1: they didn't have like the bar going close to the seat. It went like
0: swooped down. Yeah, because those are like nice casual bikes now. You gotta update your bike I, knowledge. Yeah, that's 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 something that I don't know very much yeah, about. Yeah, you're so. just thinking like mountain bikes or like BMX bikes. I feel like. Yeah, if you're
1: if you ride something that not one of those, you're a girl. You heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> okay. Uh
0: so that means can, does that mean a girl can't ride any of the other ones? No, no, they're not allowed
1: to. They have to have bite, no it's, like it's, baskets. It's illegal. Tassel. Actually, you can get arrested for that. Shit. Yeah. It's right. a big deal. Well, you maybe you should learn more about bikes. I guess uh,
0: no. I I think I was like make like how else are they going to get around? It's not like they can get seriously hurt. They're not going to give them like mopeds or they should electric. That things. would be so cowboys to get like little like Segway scooters. Well, I guess that would be awesome. All University of Minnesota athletes had those. Yeah.
1: No, the Jerry could afford that. Well, I mean, oh,
0: absolutely he could afford that. I
1: bet Mike McCarthy that was like his idea last year instead of mojo moments he was like what if we had bikes. All I want to know is
0: so Zeke stole Dax's bike. He took his bike and totally unscripted. Off of it. Not not he scripted wrote, at all. I actually, they were just filming that bike all day. I actually don't I don't doubt that like Zeke would like be like oh this is Dax. I'm going to take it. I feel like the camera crew was like hey Zeke go steal Dax's bike and he was like cool. Yeah. He, I, I, I believe that happened. and But I want to know whose bike then was taken so Dak could ride home, like had a bike. Because he obviously is like, oh, my bike's gone. I got to find something. And he went somewhere. And he goes, I got one. And they, they just like wrote like a four on it, and he drove away with it. Like, mm-hmm. he took that from someone. No, dude, they got spare bikes. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I want to imagine like Michael Gallup being like, oh, damn it. Shit. I guess I'm walking.
1: God. I... Hey, hey, CD, can I ride with you? Oh, sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, like, I also, just... Also, does Amari Cooper exist? I didn't see him at Where the all. fuck was he?
0: I didn't see him at all. I think he's
1: hurt at the moment. Is maybe, he? But I didn't see him... How would he get hurt? ...even once. And I saw CD a lot. Like, CD was in multiple shots. He had really nice, like, one-handed catch and stuff like that. Amari Cooper... I don't know if he's at training
0: camp. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know, yesterday, yeah. Yesterday, Amari Cooper, he had off-season right ankle surgery, so he's got to activate off the the PUP list. Physically uh, unable to perform on Tuesday. Okay, that makes so, sense. So, yesterday. So, he, uh, they have one more full practice in Oxnard. Oh, they're in California. That's what they are. Oxnard, California. I don't That know. is very weird. I was, because I, I saw palm trees. And I was like, are there palm trees in I Texas? think there are. I don't know, In it's Texas? It's hot but yeah i don't know if there are are there i know
1: slightly more about palm trees than i do about cuz then they are
0: returning to the star in frisco texas so
1: that sounds a lot more like a place where the Cowboys so expect would expect
0: amari uh, cooper not next episode but the other episode cuz it said he'll be he'll be on ramp up his on-field work when the team returns home after friday's preseason game at arizona oh there's games on friday that's right this week that's that's right. preseason's weird no, they're scheduling see. it's like you have games on Saturday. like The Vikings play on Saturday. There's games on Sunday, I guess. Well, yeah, because they don't have to televise them, so just make them whatever. I mean, they're
1: going to be televised. Yeah, locally. but like not nationally. Yeah, you know? there'll probably be a national one in there. I don't think so. I, think I, don't, I don't think there's enough audience nationally for those kind of things. It's, a, it's been a long offseason, man. It's been the same length of offseason it always is. And it
0: always feels longer. Yeah, that's fair. But, hey, it's over now. It It is. So, all right. I is there anything else in Hard Knocks you want to talk about? No, that's it. Okay, Uh, we can agree that John Fassel's sperm talk was really weird. Mike McCarthy is trying very hard to relate to his players and and failing and failing and failing miserably. Um, Mike's one of those guys that like the
1: more he tries, the worse it gets. Like you should just accept that you're not you have nothing in common
0: with these guys, and that's okay. You're very different people. Yeah. Um, I want, yeah. So next week we want to see more bubble guys. We want to see people that we can actually be like, all right, who are actually at risk and I make the name. Cause obviously like, it's cool to check in with Dak and, and Zeke and whatever. And like, see the stars, but I want to see some people that are like, who, who can we look out for? I see- want Zeke to wrap a bigger present next week. <laughs> I want every week
1: he wraps a bigger and bigger. So like the final week he's wrapping like a car. And it just it, the whole episode is just him with like a hundred rolls of wrapping paper and like twenty things of tape just trying to make it work. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I, I would watch that.
0: Uh let me I want to check and see if there's any is any NFL news going on. I don't think oh, so. Um so we the, the 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 Broncos, since they're playing the Vikings this weekend, they came into town, they had a joint practice. Ooh. Uh Von Miller led a skull chant. Today. What what does that mean? Like, literally leading a skull chant. I think he was making fun no. of you guys. So, I don't know. I don't know what that means.
1: He's also not that good anymore. Yeah, but, you know. But that would kind of fit the trend of you guys signing defensive players that used to be superstars, so who
0: knows? That was a Patrick Peterson dig. You could have yet to even say. I, how many Patrick Peterson... Like games, have you actually watched, or like actually watching Cardinal games? I've last watched year. every snap of his career. I don't think you have. <laughs> you you literally are like, wow. Pff says he's not as good as he used to be. I I did hate him. thorough and diligent no, research. You didn't. No, you didn't. I typed in no, you didn't.
1: Patrick Peterson, Pff twenty twenty, and then I clicked the top link, and I had to survey the page. It was right in the middle. It said fifty five.
0: So you look at Pff. PFF is, it can be useful. It's not the end-all, be-all of deciding a player. You look at the system that they're in, the situation that they're in. It's hard to say a guy that got 55 is really good. I never said he's really good. I'm just saying having that in the locker room and in the cornerback room is really good. Having that knowledge for a young cornerback group. Like, yeah. And he's not going to be in every down corner. Like, we have getting Bashad Breland, Cam Danzler, Mackenzie Alexander, Patrick Pearson. Like, we're able to have a rotation. We don't need to have – you need to be out there every single snap. Like, it's – And
1: we'll see because we have that bet about top 10 defense. Yeah. We will see. One other thing I want to bring up before we wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Nobody fought with me on Twitter, and I was a little disappointed. Hmm. I mean, that clip, we put it up. Just a whole lot of nothing. Well, I ha- take that as a to, surrender. You have to put out bait, dude. You have to. I commented on it that Keenan Allen is better than uh, Justin
0: Jefferson. Yeah, I replied, "Yeah, well, because I, mean, Cause I knew it was just, just, just the absolute <laughs> bait in the world." And like, also, like, Chargers fans are psychopaths. They're just like, but but look at Keenan Allen. Like, he's significantly better than a second year guy. It's well, like, well,
1: okay. Regardless of that specific <laughs> argument, I take the entire silence to be. You know, a surrender by your collective fan base.
0: So prove me wrong. Fight with Kevin. He wants it. Come on, I want you to want He you wants it. Hit what, me. what is your thing? It's uh Kevin Olm two. Kevin too. Yep. Just uh tweet at him and get into a fight. What what are ways to trigger him? Um Tom Brady. To anything about Tom Brady. Yep. Uh that will definitely trigger him. Uh if you talk about that's most of it, I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like also, like, I don't know. There are little things, like talking about how Adam Thielen has been oh, yeah, only Thielen's ext- a good one. extremely successful against Jair Alexander. Um, I'm going to hit you with a specific GIF every single time. and. But he is. Like, that's, that's, that's just facts. Tell it to the GIF. <laughs> like I literally have numbers. I saw them. Speak, speak, speak. speak to to the, the numbers. Graphical image it, format. It in in six career meetings, Adam Thielen has caught fifteen of twenty targets, two hundred fifteen, two hundred fifty-two yards, two touchdowns against Jair Alexander when in prime when he's in primary coverage.
1: Okay, in but six what, what were their PFF grades? <laughs> exactly. The yeah. Re-
0: Kevin is the big... He wants to work for PFF. I think that's what you you would love to do. That's that's fair, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I want to like, put my engineering I, I would never to want use. to work anywhere where Eric Eager is, and he's the worst. I don't know who that is. Yeah, no, look him up. He is literally the worst. Um, if Eric
1: Eager wants to fight me on Twitter... Yeah,
0: no, he doesn't. He'd probably agree with a lot of you, what you say. Ooh, you guys are probably be, like, best friends.
1: Let's get him on the show.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want that. Um, all right, let's... let's we're gonna wrap it up. We're obviously gonna be back next week. Talk about episode two of Hard Knocks and our preseason. I don't know. Like I'm, we we have a lot. Of, like at least the Vikings, you know. There's some guys. Like I'm excited to see how or interested to see how KJ Osborne does. Uh, Amir Marset Smith or uh, Amir Smith Marset. Amir, Amir Smith Marset. Some some order of those three words. Yes. Yeah. ISM. Amir Smith Marset. Uh, they do. Oh, the receiver is gonna be the biggest thing. KJ Osborne's had a great preseason or a great training camp. Uh, he's emerging as the receiver three, which I don't know how useful that actually is going to be, but like depth um, and yeah, who, how
1: who even uses a receiver three?
0: Not many teams, honestly, like consistently.
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's it's fairly not, important.
0: Not real. I mean, it's it's important for depth wise, but like. A lot of teams are going more to, like, the two tight end, two running back. Yeah, but people are saying that Justin Jefferson
1: is fragile. So, who's saying that? I just did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, How to trigger Adam. If you want to get in a Twitter fight with Adam, too, I'm sure... I'm sure you'd applaud. Oh, no, like I don't, I don't get into fights. Like I'm not gonna give you a bone. Bills like, fans out there, all, he didn't. Get I don't. Anything he said. I literally am like nothing I said was wrong. Like literally, quote me on that. See, he's not. He's not going back on it. I'm not. I whatever I said at that moment was exactly correct. He needed to make a jump, and he did. We're, we're gonna put out this this clip. With like every
1: Bills mafia
0: hashtag I can find stuffed do it. on it, we're gonna try. and really I mean, get I going I here. think Josh Allen is a franchise quarterback. He earned that contract because he made the jump, which I said he needed to do. Which, that's right. I'm also gonna edit it together
1: so you go like Josh Allen sucks, just like out of context. <laughs> it's you saying it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm just, gonna, I'm
0: just gonna voice over a video of you. <laughs> I I don't know. I I just I I would not get like. If people come at me with actual, you know, evidence of stuff, then sure. But evidence is overrated. If people just like clickbaity, like Kevin yeah. does all the time, Woo. like no, that's that's bait. Yeah. Um, all but, right. But we're gonna be back next week. Yeah, we'll and back. Every week, going into the season. I know. Like, yeah. We are. This is our first episode and into the actual like weekly episodes. So we will be back every week all the way until the end like the end yeah until back to the off season, so that's exciting yeah and, uh, and
1: you guys have been getting for those of you've who been listening you've been getting off season you know third and forever and you're you're about to get some some regular season third and forever which is marginally
0: better it's a little bit better yeah it's a little bit better that's what we can guarantee we're never gonna yeah. say it's a lot of bit better no. because we don't want to over guarantee and you'd be like wow it was just kind of a little so yeah yeah, that we way. We underestimate. All the mate. We're
1: shooting for a lot better, but we don't want to set expectations.
0: Yeah, we set expectations real low so we always exceed them. Always raise. Yes. Um all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Uh thanks again for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and Instagram if you just search 10k takes. There is still the dispute going on with cuz fuck Celine Dion. Uh, give us the main account back. We don't want to have a a backup account. Twitter too. Yeah, you know it's just like, come on, guys, figure it out. We've we've sent complaints in. Figure it out. Help us out. I mean, they clearly devastated Celine's business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also find Third Forever on Twitter and TikTok at Third Underscore Forever ten k. We post our episodes, links to our episodes each week, as well as. Content such as memes, TikToks, news, reactions—anything. Is it's going to get more and more constant as the season goes on. Uh, you can find links to me and Kevin's personals on there. Uh, it should just be at Adam Oz and then at Kevin Olm uh, Two uh, on Twitter. I don't have a personal TikTok nor would I ever want one, but either way, find us on those socials and. We'll see you next week. I've been your host, Adam Oz, and as always by my co-host, Kevin Olm. Kevin, final words. Mojo Moment.